0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Rachel's Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast. Hi, if you're new, my name is Rachel. I have anorexia and I'm also autistic. And in this podcast we just chat about all things mental health, eating disorders, autism and OCD which is actually the topic of today's episode. So yes, today I'm going to be talking about OCD just to give a bit of backstory. I posted a YouTube video, go follow my YouTube and watch this video Um, a little plug there, um, um, about OCD and my experience and how I've struggled with it for over a decade and you know what guys the response was so overwhelmingly like just just not what I expected like in such a good way because you know when you're fighting a mental illness like on a daily basis which is like like OCD like anorexia like anything like you feel like you're alone and I honestly didn't think that you know someone like there would be other so many other people who had had you know, experience of OCD. So when I posted it, I was like, you know, I'm just going to be honest and, you know, say my reality and say how hard OCD, you know, how challenging it is for me. And so many of you guys told me that, like, you know, you really struggle with OCD too. And it was really comforting to know that I'm not alone. Um, So yeah I posted a YouTube video about kind of my experience, misconceptions about OCD, sort of my kind of I guess experience with it Um, and I also then like after such a good response I decided to put on a little poll on my Instagram story or like question box of you guys to send me in like questions about OCD, assumptions, misconceptions, just anything you wanted to know um so i thought i could answer some of them today so i hope you guys enjoy and if you do make sure to give me a positive review on apple or spotify thank you to everyone who has because there is lots of reviews on there and i'm very very grateful and yeah let's get started Okay so I thought we could start off by talking a bit about what OCD is. So OCD stands for obsessive compulsive disorder and it is a mental health condition where a person has obsessive thoughts and compulsive behaviours. From my experience how i describe it is that I get intrusive thoughts that bad things are going to happen usually like related to past trauma and I have to perform compulsions to I feel to stop that thing from happening. Like I am Compelled to perform those compulsions out of fear and out of guilt that it will happen and it will be my fault, or um it won't happen because I did it, so an example of this like a common like I guess the like one most people know about is like washing hands, and for me, like I will get into this later, but that was a big one for me, well it is a big one for me um but say the person has to wash their hands to stop this bad thing from happening and it it, that's just like a I guess the stereotypical depiction of OCD it is so much more than that like I can't stress that enough like there's so many different compulsions and from my experience it relates very much to the individual but that's just an example of one and the person feels that like if they don't say wash their hands like, in a certain way, or a certain number of times, something bad will happen, and it's not, it may happen, it is a definite, it will happen, that's from my experience, Um, you know, what it feels like, and these intrusive thoughts, they're repetitive, they're constant, they're intrusive, they're relentless, you know, like, it's 24-7, it's not just, like, one a day that you can just bat away, and kind of, you know, see as ridiculous, it's not like that at all, like, for some reason, like, from my experience, again, like, you know, my rational side of my brain goes, and I, when I'm posed with this intrusive thought, I can't rationalise that it's probably not going to happen, I see it as happening, and I see it that it will be my fault if it does happen, or if I don't do it, it will 100% happen, there's no, like, oh, it might, it may not, you know, like, it's, it's very scary, and I think, sometimes like due to kind of the stereotypical depiction of OCD as like neat and tidy and stuff like this, like I don't think people truly understand how difficult OCD is to live with and how kind of like a toll it takes on someone because it is it is constant and you know when you're constantly getting intrusive thoughts that a bad thing is gonna happen that is so you know would be so what you feel detrimental to you like so such a bad thing like not just you know you're gonna get a paper cut like something horrendous you are paralyzed by fear and you know that's what makes you want to do the compulsion and most of the therapies for OCD include like exposure therapy and stuff like this and that means you know you have to you know um not You know try and not do these compulsions and it is so difficult and it is so anxiety provoking and yeah i guess the aim of my youtube video that i posted was to kind of raise awareness on ocd and how you know challenging you know it is and you know kind of be realistic about it that it's not just about being neat and tidy it is it is constant fear and constant flight or flight and that is what is like that's my experience but yes let's start with um the first question that i got in my question box okay so number 1 i'm going to keep my answers quite short just cuz i have a lot of questions to get through but number 1 is how did you first realize you had it okay so i started presenting with symptoms of ocd probably around age 6 so very very young and of course then i didn't know what it was so i guess i didn't realize i had it then but i probably realized like, a lot later, um, when I was kind of really questioning, like, you know, this is so overwhelming and this is kind of so, like, restricting of my life, like, from a young age, it had started restricting my life, I couldn't, say, go on school trips, I couldn't do this, like, I, I was really struggling and I was getting increasingly more, I guess, isolated, um, you know, even though I was still going to school and stuff like this, like, you know, it's quite you know it was restricting my life and it was presenting me with a lot of challenges and I guess um when I was in like I think after I'd been through cams but then I was like in like I think I went to counselling um then like they were really like questioning like you know I think you have OCD and then I went through cams for OCD and stuff like that um so yeah I probably realized I had it like early teens I would say um next question um, I wish people knew intrusive thoughts are not hidden desires or a reflection of who I am okay so I think the best way to describe it is that OCD isn't a choice and that means intrusive thoughts aren't a choice like I guess you know it's in the name intrusive thought like it comes into your head and it is intrusive and you know, you can't control that. If something's intrusive, it's, you know, you're not controlling it, I guess. Um, It's kind of like anorexia. Anorexia is not a choice. And, you know, no one chooses to get unwell. And that's the same with OCD. Like, I think it's important to remember that, you know, an intrusive thought, however powerful or dangerous or something it may be, it's not a reflection of the person because, you know, it's come into their head. It's not, like, it's not them creating it. And, like, I think with most intrusive thoughts as well, they're so distressing for the person. They wouldn't want to make up an intrusive thought because they wouldn't ever want it to happen. Um. So, yeah, that's my answer to that one. Okay, so, number three. How does it affect your day-to-day life? Oh, gosh. It is so like, life-limiting for me, like, honestly, like, I haven't recovered from OCD yet, um, you know, I've, you know, progressed, I guess, like, you know, I'm in recovery from it, like, I'm progressing, and I'm, you know, I'm not letting it control my life to the extent that it did at one point, but it still controls my life so much, like, it still dictates my life, like, I can't, you know, go out, like, you know I can't leave the house for long periods of time by myself and stuff like that and you know if you can't do that at 16 then you know it's it's hard because you can't go stay away from home you can't go to sleepovers you can't go you know for long days away like it's very restricting and I think it's yeah it's really difficult because you do miss out on a lot of opportunities and you know it's hard when you know it's not your fault I guess that you're not controlling to miss out and I guess at the end of the day it's you're the one who's who is missing out because of it so yeah I would say I have like a lot of compulsion today like you know it could be up to 40 um so it's constant and it affects you know my day to day life because I have to perform those compulsions, and you know I'm yet to kind of get to a point in my recovery where I don't need to i don't feel I have to perform those compulsions anymore because I think it's for me anyway it's a long process like it takes time when you have so many compulsions a day it's gonna take time to you know reduce you know at at first in recovery it's going to be anxiety provoking and then you know it takes time to get to a point where you know it doesn't dictate your life anymore um i guess but i guess i'm kind of focusing on my anorexia recovery at the moment but i you know ocd is something that you know it, it really does still dictate my life okay so number four is how do you approach someone if you think they have ocd but they're denying it I think this is a really difficult one but I think maybe it's like you could do your own research about what OCD is and how to help people um, and then kind of approach your friend and say look I, I see you're struggling I want to help you and you know I've looked up these ways and I want to help you in these ways and I think it's difficult when the person is denying it but I think like definitely emphasizing that you want to help the person and that you know you know, you don't want the person to keep on struggling. I think that's really important to, um, to kind of emphasise and also say that they're not alone because, you know, OCD is such an isolating and lonely and distressing mental health condition that it feels like you have to kind of battle it alone and that's definitely not the case. So I think just also being someone that the person can talk to and if they're still denying it, just you know be someone they can talk to and you know maybe over time that they will feel able to kind of accept help um it might be a gradual process but I think yeah definitely give them that time that space and the safety you know to confide in okay so the next one is I have OCD but I really struggle with the fact that I don't feel I have it enough I think this is really hard but I think it goes for any like mental health condition and that is you will never feel sick enough but you know what you deserve and you need recovery as much as anybody else and I think it's important to validate you know your struggles and you know your feelings and just allow yourself to you know to actually realise you know how much of an impact it's having on your life and not underestimate it I guess because this person feels they don't have it enough but you know if you're even questioning that you're struggling so you know validate your feelings and you know kind of allow yourself to recover even if you don't feel like you're sick enough because you will never feel you're sick enough okay so the next one is how much it hurts when people say oh I'm so OCD etc oh my gosh, this just angers me so much, oh my goodness, like, one, for one thing, saying I'm so OCD, I'm so obsessive compulsive disorder, that doesn't even make sense, you know, like, it just doesn't make sense, and what frustrates me about when people say this so much is, one, they're uneducated, they do not understand how difficult OCD is to live with, but also, you know, they're saying it in a way that's so invalidating. i love invalidating that is such a good word um but so invalidating for the person who has ocd because they just completely underestimate how challenging it is to live with and that's very damaging and i wish like you know by sharing kind of my experience with mental health conditions and being autistic and stuff like this i hope to raise awareness so less people you know, say stuff like that, and kind of more people have awareness of it, because, you know, that would be, I think that's so important that, you know, people understand that you can't be a bit OCD, you know, you can't be a bit autistic, like, I just wish people wouldn't say it, but I think, you know, we just need to do our bit to educate people, and over time, there will be more awareness raised about it. Okay, so the next one is, what would you say were the main things that would show someone has it? Um, Of course, I'm not a medical professional, and this is literally just my experience. Um, But it, it just varies person to person. Like, for me, mine will be very different to someone else who has OCD. But if I read it off the NHS's website, it says the main three elements are obsessions, which are unwanted, intrusive and also distressing thoughts. And then emotions, the obsessions causing or feeling of intense anxiety or distress. And then compulsions, a repetitive behaviour of mental acts that a person with OCD feels driven to perform. Um and then kind of some examples of these are cleaning, hand washing, checking, counting, ordering, hoarding, um, reassurance, repeating words, neutralizing, and um, avoiding places that trigger like you know obsessive um thoughts and that's for my like for my opinion on that is that it's quite a stereotypical view of what OCD is but you know there's so many different you know other compulsions a person can perform um yeah it just varies person to person and i think for me from my experience it varies you know it's to do with my trauma and um i think yeah i think it's important to yeah not kind of just assume that you know make judgments to a person to whether they have or not depending on their compulsions because it is going to vary person to person Okay, so the next one is quite an interesting one, and that is, is OCD related to autism? Now, I have no idea around the comorbidity between autism and OCD, but obviously I have OCD and I am autistic, so from my experience, obviously there is that comorbidity. Um, But I think there's strong overlaps between OCD, autism, and also, also like autism and anorexia, um there is you know a lot of overlaps like just you know so many that i think you know sometimes you know it could be slightly mistaken for it and i think that's why quite a few people get misdiagnosed as well um but yeah definitely like a correlation between both of them i think it would be really interesting to have a venn diagram of like ocd autism and anorexia because i think i made one once if you guys want to see that um but yeah there's like Lots of overlaps, and you know, like the middle of the Venn diagram, you know, there's going to be things in there, but there's also going to be things in each circle that don't like overlap with other mental health conditions. Okay, so someone has put, How do you tell your friends and family that are critical to you and don't believe you have a diagnosis? I've got first hand experience of this. Someone in my very close family didn't, you know, they dismissed it and they didn't think I had it, and this was. I think probably before I did, like, when there was, like, strong, I guess, I don't want to say evidence, but, like, it was very highly suspected that I had OCD, and, you know, I was saying to, like, this person, like, you know, I I think I have it, and, yeah, they just dismissed it, and I think, unfortunately, you are going to get, you know, people that don't, don't get it don't understand it and I think with anything like you can only truly understand it when you have experience of course you should educate yourself and I think you know since being openly like diagnosed with OCD I think you know people around me are maybe more educated with it but I think you know then there needs to be a lot to be done to like raise awareness of it I think and especially with like my autumn diagnosis like I didn't tell a lot of people for quite a long time because I needed to process it myself and I needed to prepare myself for when people weren't going to react in the way I wanted them to and of course people didn't um some people most people were like completely supportive and completely accepting um but you know for those small minority of people who are critical and don't get it I think you know you have to kind of if you can educate them and, you know, kind of sometimes you have to call people out on it because it's just, you know, it's so invalidating to, you know, you as a person who really struggles with it. But um, yeah, I think just try and educate people. And I think over time, unfortunately it does take a while, but over time people do, you know, gradually educate themselves and they do have more awareness of it and they are more accepting of it. Okay, so that is it, guys. Thank you for listening. I hope it was interesting, it was helpful, and you maybe learnt something if you haven't had experience of OCD um and have hopefully got a greater understanding of what it is. Um, but yeah, I just urge you to kind of take away from this podcast that OCD is so much more than being neat and tidy. Like that is just it's it's a statement that's not even true to some extent. And I think it's important to not underestimate how kind of serious and life limiting OCD is. And, you know, I also encourage you not to make comments such as I'm a bit OCD or this triggers my OCD or something like this when you don't truly like experience or understand what having ocd is like um because you know ocd is so difficult to live with and as i said you know so life restricting and so intrusive so yes thank you guys for listening though i hope um you will come and listen to my podcast again in the very near future i upload every friday and yeah i'll see you very soon for a brand new podcast bye guys